The Edginators Podcast, Episode 3, The Super F. Welcome everybody to The Edginators Podcast, the show where we help awesome educators from all around the world overcome obstacles and focus on learning. I am your host, Mark Clements, and in today's episode, we will be kind of sampling a little bit from one of our videos that we have posted on our YouTube channel, and we're going to take a look at a concept that I call the Super F. Um, this is a an, another idea. You've heard this one before from guys like Rick Wormley and Thomas Guskey, etc. Um, it's one that Rick Wormley refers to as varying degrees of eftitude, and it's the notion of giving a zero on the 100-point scale, something that is just very um, damaging to our student gradebooks and our understanding of what our student knows. Um, it's also very defeating to our students, so we'll take a look at that in just a second. We are still very early in our podcast life here, so as... Um, if you would, there's anything we can do for you or anything that you'd like to hear us discuss or if you have any feedback for us, we would love to hear it. You can send me an email at markclements at edginators.com or, of course, you can find me at Twitter at markclementsedu. And we would just love to hear your thoughts on anything um, from topics to discuss to, I don't know, audio quality or any, you know production, anything like that. Um, I'm a teacher by trade, not a record producer, so I'm kind of new to this podcasting world. We would love to hear what your thoughts are on that, too. Additionally, I would really like to get into a situation where we can start hearing from you, um, the listener, or other teachers um, in particular. Additionally, I'd really like to get into a world where we can hear from you, the listener, to hear what sort of obstacles you're facing in your schools and classrooms, and maybe see if there's not some way that we can help you overcome those. So if you would like, you can uh, give us a call on our Google voicemail account at 636-492-1346, and be sure to let us know what um, what kind of obstacles you're facing, uh, we may put you on the air a little bit. Maybe we'll set up a time to um, give you a call and see if we can solve some of those problems. So we would certainly love to hear what your thoughts are. Until then, we're going to dive in and take a look at what I consider to be a major obstacle that we have to overcome as Edginators, the Super F. Today, I want to talk a little bit about assessment and, in particular, the practice of giving students zeros on the 100-point scale. Now, if you use a variation of standards-based grading, either a 4- or 5-point scale, much of this may not be really meaningful to you. I'm talking about primarily the use of zero in a traditional gradebook based on letter grades and percentages. Giving students a score of zero in this type of gradebook is what I and other educators often like to refer to as the super F. Suppose for a moment that in your current unit of study you have five grades. Of course, it's highly unlikely that a student would score the exact same grade on all assessments, but for the sake of the math, let's assume that the student scored a perfect 100% on four assessments, but for some unfathomable reason, neglected to turn in that fifth assignment. This would mean that the student would have an overall score on the unit of an 80%, as we said in most places, a B or a B minus. There are several problems with this scenario, the first being that we're assigning a student a grade for this unit, or this course, or this term, that doesn't accurately reflect their learning or their knowledge of the subject. Each letter grade almost always carries with it some sort of connotation, whether we intend for it to or not. This is the world where C means average and B means above average or A means something beyond that, like excels or exceeds expectations. These are phantom equivalencies. They're so subjective you really can't prove them, but they're there. The problem is that in this example, the student has never once done B caliber work. They've either been over the top, knock it out of the park, amazing, or they've completely neglected the assignment altogether. Yet we report them as being a B student. Of course, irresponsibility and immaturity could be the root cause of the missing work, and of course, we should model these things, perhaps even teach lessons about them, or even rate a student's performance in these areas, and report it separately in a separate section on the report card from academic grades. But it's a mistake to assume that using the super F to punish 
would be any more effective in changing their behavior. It just distorts our understanding of their academic capabilities. In a perhaps more realistic example, suppose one of our A students scored a 95% on four assessments, but again received a zero on the fifth, either because he or she forgot it or for some other reason received a zero. In this case, the student would receive an overall grade of 76%, a mark of C in most places, often translating to be average, when that's certainly been nothing average about the student's work. The Super F is even more harmful to our struggling learners, or intentional non-learners, often the group that we're trying so hard to reach. A student with four assignments earning a 70% with just one zero would receive a 56%, or F, though clearly they're not completely failing. That same student would have to score the same 70% on 149 assignments out of 150 before their overall grade would even round up to a 70% to compensate for that one super F. Obviously, most students aren't going to consistently score the exact same grade. There'd be a mix of B's and C's and probably quite a bit else, but this is just meant to show that the ridiculous power of one zero on the 100 point scale can have on a student's final grade, skewing it downward and away from their actual academic performance. Now, you may be saying that the easy solution for this is to allow students to make up or redo assignments they've received zeros for. This certainly helps, but the likelihood that a struggling learner the ones we're trying so hard to reach would only receive one super F is not very high. More than likely, they're going to have more than one. Suppose in a typical nine-week quarter with two assignments per week, if the student were to score in that DC range on 14 assignments with four zeros, that student would certainly have a failing grade. Even if they were granted makeups for full credit, something not all teachers allow, they would still struggle to pass the class if their, if their performance was consistent with what they'd been previously. Making up all four assignments would then be highly unlikely since whatever factors caused them to not complete the assignments in the first place would certainly still exist. And it's a mistake to assume that all missing assignments are the result of pure irresponsibility. After all, God forbid that the students had responsibilities that prevented them from completing their schoolwork. Maybe they had church or an extracurricular event. Maybe their grandma is sick. Maybe their family needed them. Maybe their parents are working late and they have to take care of brother and sister, or worse, maybe they're the most responsible one in their household and they have to go home early to take care of younger brothers and sisters. So instead of just allowing redos for full credit, which we absolutely should do and that's a separate video, I implore you, dear colleagues, to do whatever I and other teachers around the world are doing when forced to assign letter grades on the 100-point scale. Instead of entering a grade as zero in the gradebook, set 50% as the floor of your gradebook and record all missing or failed assignments as that. Additionally, treat chronic missed assignments as what they are, a behavioral or a maturity problem that should be communicated with the appropriate people, i.e. parents, and have appropriate interventions and consequences. We could spend hours debating the purpose of grades or the ethical implications of them being used to label or sort kids, but the truth is that if you're working in a school where you're assigning traditional grades like this, then fairly or unfairly, grades are most certainly being used in these ways. If you want to fight the power, change the grading structure where you are, lead a culture of learning revolution in your community that results in standards-based grading, or even if you want to go a different direction and fight for the elimination of grading altogether, more power to you. We'll be happy to talk to you about that. But those are ideas that we can discuss another day. In the meantime, if you're stuck in traditional grading models, shouldn't we take a few steps to ensure that the grade or the label that we're assigning our kids is as accurate a reflection of the student's learning as possible? Consider a couple less radical changes that will greatly impact your students' learning. 
allow redos for full credit, and please eliminate the super F by only reporting F assignments as 50%, not 0% on the 100 point scale. That will just about do it for today's episode, so thank you very much for listening. As always, thank you very much to bensound.com for the music sample you're hearing now and at the beginning of the podcast. And just a reminder, that one, that episode that you just heard is also can also be found on our YouTube channel, um, along with a number of other topics that we um, like to discuss, the obstacles that we feel like we have to overcome to become the Edgenator. To get your voice heard on an upcoming episode of the Edgenator's podcast, give us a call at 636 636- 492-1346 and leave us a voicemail let us know what obstacles you or your students are facing hopefully we can get better together we'd also love to help you celebrate so if you or your students or one of your colleagues has recently accomplished something awesome at your school definitely give us a call and tell us all about that as well we would love to help you celebrate that again part of our mission here at Edgenators to educate celebrate and advocate for teaching to eliminate more obstacles of learning and ensure that in your classroom not learning is not an option Check us out at edginators.com where you can read, watch, and listen to more edginating stuff or sign up on our Edginators newsletter. Give us a like at facebook.com slash edginators or follow me on Twitter at edginators and at markclements.edu or by using hashtag edginators. And you can also email me, markclements at edginators.com to talk about the show, um, the content, the production, problems that you're having, um, or see how we can visit your school and um, help you make edginators out of your faculty. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe to our podcast. And as always, please remember to focus on learning and be great today.